from Arsenal Audible, my name is Nathan Phillips, and this is your news of the day for the club. It's a rather slow news day, but we do learn that Marcelo Flores has joined Mexican side Tigres in a permanent deal, and Tim Stillman dives into the pain of the Arsenal Women's Champions League loss. It's Sunday, September 9th, 2023. Marcelo Flores signs permanently for Tigres by Andrew Allen. Arsenal have confirmed that 19-year-old midfielder Marcelo Flores has signed for Mexican side Tigres in a permanent deal. Signed from Ipswich in 2019, Flores was tipped to break into the Arsenal first team, but only got as far as the bench for a league fixture against Crystal Palace in April of 2022. By that point, Flores had already been capped by Mexico. Eligible for England and Canada, he jumped at the chance to represent the country of his father's birth and made his debut as a substitute in a 2-2 draw with Chile. He has since made two further appearances. Last year, Real Oviedo beat off competition from a host of other European sides to sign Flores on loan for the year. His spell in Spain's second tier started brightly. He made 12 appearances before Christmas, but he fell out of favor in the second half of the season and played just 57 minutes of football between January and May. Flores returned to London and featured for the under-21s in a preseason friendly with Borumwood in August, but... Despite an encouraging performance, both club and player have agreed his career is better served by playing elsewhere. Best of luck to him in Mexico, it's an exciting move. Stay with the pain. On Arsenal Women Processing the Disappointment of Their European Exit by Tim Stillman After scrapping with their fingernails through an unbearable injury crisis in the spring to grab the last Champions League qualifying spot on goal difference, Ursula women won't play Champions League football this season after all. After all the progress in Europe last season, the 5-1 thumping of Lyon, the win from behind against Bayern Munich, fighting toe-to-toe with Wolfsburg with the squad down to the bare bones, some of last season's most memorable nights won't be repeated in 23 and 24. There is no hiding or concealing what a monumental disappointment that is for fans and players alike. Yesterday, I sat behind Arsenal's press officer for the penalty shootout and alongside Arsenal.com staff. People who are invested in the players as much as the badge, people who had the emotional tie of watching colleagues and friends have their dreams cruelly taken away. After disappointing defeats, I never asked to speak to any players, just to coach. The players don't want to talk, and frankly, we don't really have the demand for the extra content anyway. As an introvert, I understand intrinsically that for almost everyone, processing disappointments is a largely solitary process. As the fallout of the penalty shootout began to percolate, I leaned over to Dan, the press officer. No players, just Jonas will be fine. The way UEFA games are structured, there is a very defined mixed zone between the dressing room and the team bus. It brings you face-to-face with the players. On nights like Lyon away last October, it's glorious. Everyone is happy to stop, even those that don't shoot a smile or a clenched fist as they passed. Obviously, I have to be professional and neutral in these environs, but I am sure my face tells the story too, just as it does for the players. On this occasion, it felt awkward and grating, like intruding on a private grief. You also want to take care that your expression doesn't give away your own hurt. Just because I try it, doesn't mean I succeed, however. Katie McCabe passes, and we exchange a raise of eyebrows. 
Jen Beatty, who really should have been the heroine of this game, raises her eyes and puffs out her cheeks. Kim Little passes with a rueful smile. Lena Hertig, Frida Monum, and Stina Blackstenas are stopped by the Swedish press. I have no idea what any of them say, except to observe that the answers are short and pushed out among a sea of sighs. Arsenal will now play in the Conti Cup group stage, which feels, with all due respect to the competition the Gunners won last season, like an extra gut punch. A reminder of the gravity of this defeat. That reminder will be served regularly during the autumn and winter months. Trading in trips to the likes of Lyon, Turin, and Munich for Crystal Palace or Luz just isn't the same. Arsenal sold out their last Champions League game at the Emirates Stadium, but won't have the opportunity to match that feat for their next European match for at least 12 months. There has been and will be a time to discuss whether this Champions League format is the best one. There are certainly questions that need to be asked of UEFA and FIFA as Alessio Russo, 17 days after starting a World Cup final in Sydney, was starting a Champions League qualifier on a plastic pitch in Sweden. It's utterly lamentable that FIFA and UEFA combined to disregard player health so flagrantly. At the moment, such conversations feel futile as Jonas Eideball and his team are left to pick over the bones of this disappointment. We are neither better nor worse as a team than we were yesterday, Eideball told a small gaggle of journalists post-match. The squad travels to Germany until Thursday to lick their wounds and prepare for the WSL season opener on the 1st of October. As another reminder of the lunacy of the women's football calendar, most of the players will be away with their countries in the days leading up to the curtain raiser against Liverpool at the Emirates. But Arsenal have to make the best of this situation, and this is where coaches and athletes and supporters are often at cross purposes. Athletes cannot afford to dwell too much or indulge the urge for self-pity or frustration and anger. They have to quickly adapt to this situation and make the best of it. They also have to find a way to use the disappointment as rocket fuel. The Conti Cup group stages gives Arsenal, at least, the opportunity to better integrate younger squad players in need of minutes. Now, it ought to be easier to give needed rest to players who went into the final stages of the World Cup and were robbed of a break by women's football's allergy to sane scheduling. Free of European football last season, Manchester United were able to form a proper challenge for the league title and the FA Cup, and the challenge is there for Arsenal to use their European disappointment to fuel a bountiful domestic season. That will certainly be an expectation among supporters, and rightly so. Even if Arsenal retain the Conti Cup this season, that competition ends in early March. The calendar for the crucial final weeks of the campaign are going to be clearer this year, come whatever may. Clearly, all this talk still feels a bit sour, a little hollow in the wake of this disappointment. There is a scene in the movie Fight Club where Ed Norton's character is having his hand burned with lye and vinegar by his alter ego Tyler Durden. As Norton flails and begs for the agony to stop, Durden urges him, don't shut this out, stay with the pain. That is what today feels like. Sometimes you need to stay with the pain to properly process it, because that is the best way to let it go. And that's your Arsenal news for Sunday, September 10th, 2023. We'll be back again tomorrow. You take care.